Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. This podcast was recorded at our last gathering. Teaching like this is how we worship together every other week. We look to the scriptures seeking to become more like Christ. We're glad you're listening. All right, so I want to open up with a question. The question is, what is your favorite appetizer? I know, a heavy theological question to get us started here. Favorite appetizers? Egg rolls? Sweet potato casserole? Spinach dip? Jalapeno poppers? Bruschetta. All right. All right. Calamari. All right, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> All right, so appetizers. They're tasty and delicious, right? Everybody's got a favorite, it sounds like. Uh, but when you're really hungry, you need the main course, right? And if the chef is delayed, the main course takes longer to cook, whatever happened in that kitchen, you're left wanting because the appetizer only sparked your appetite and you're wondering, where's the feast? Where's the main dish? And as the opportunity is highlighted, hopefully you're aware now, we are entering into Advent. It's a word that means arrival or coming, and it's a time where we look back to the arrival of Jesus in the past, and a time where we look ahead to his coming again to make all things new. And I don't know about you, but for me, Advent is kind of like this reminder that we've only gotten the appetizer. Granted, it was the best appetizer ever. In fact, comparing the life-changing, history-altering incarnation of Jesus, comparing his life, his teaching, his ministry, his reconciling death and rec- resurrection, comparing that to some bacon-wrapped scallops, sounds a bit sacrilegious. So please forgive me. But Advent makes me feel this way. It feels like this season, the contrast is sharpened between the brokenness of the world and the beauty of God's kingdom. Because I look back at Jesus and the beauty of heaven come down to earth, and I'm grateful that he inaugurated God's reign. I'm grateful that he changed history by redeeming us through his death and resurrection. But he's only whet my appetite. Because the pain of the world is deep. And we look around and we're confronted with brokenness. The opioid epidemic, mass shootings, conflict and division, a polarizing political landscape, racial tension rooted in racial injustice. The list goes on with our own personal struggles, emotional, mental, and physical health issues, relational wounds, addictions, financial concerns, family stress, the list goes on and on. And my heart aches. I long for the feast. How long, O Lord? Come, thou long-expected Jesus. I'm hungry for the kingdom in all its fullness. Anyone else here this morning hungry for more than the appetizer?
I'm ready for God's reign to be fully actualized, for all wounds to be healed, all brokenness restored, all things reconciled and made whole, to see the world full of true justice, grace, peace, and love. I long for the return of Christ when all is made right, when all is made new, when we sit down and feast in the fullness of God's reign of shalom. Paul writes it this way, we know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. Not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly while we wait. And Paul compares it to labor pains, and I'm comparing it to hunger pangs. I'm sorry to those of you who have endured the pain of childbirth for my weak analogy. But Advent reminds me that we're still waiting. It draws us to look back to Jesus coming, what we celebrate at Christmas. God, come down to earth to redeem us, and that is beautiful, and we need to celebrate. And Advent draws us to look forward in anticipation of Christ's return and the fullness of God's kingdom. But what does it mean for us today? Well, this season is an invitation into preparation mode. Wait, what? We have to prepare? We don't just get to sit at our table and wait for the main course? We have to prepare? What are we supposed to do? Wipe down the table? Fold the napkins? Wash the dishes? Yeah, I think so. And not only that, but I'm pretty sure that Jesus invites us into the kitchen to join the restaurant staff. And this is actually real good news. I know we wrapped up that series a couple weeks ago, but that's a series that goes on throughout the, the life of our church. We're always people who are supposed to be talking about the real good news of Jesus. But Jesus invites us into the kitchen, and that's real good news. I remember the kitchen in the house where I grew up. I can still picture it, because I spent a lot of time in that kitchen as a kid. When I was young, my mom used to bake a lot. and I enjoyed when she would invite me to help. I loved baking chocolate chip cookies with my mom. In fact, I liked it so much that by the time I was six, I had the recipe memorized. And of course, I loved tasting the batter and getting to eat that first warm cookie fresh out of the oven. But I realized something. The thing I loved most about making those cookies was the opportunity to work alongside my mom, the best baker in Iowa, at least as far as I was concerned. My mom and I bonded in that kitchen. We grew closer through those experiences of sharing the work together. God, in his infinite wisdom, invites us to participate in the work of the kingdom because he knows that in participating in that work, we are drawing closer to him. And the cookies taste so much better when we help make them when we make them together. 
This is the beauty of the gospel. We actually get to participate with Jesus in preparing the meal. We get to participate in God's life, in God's mission, in God's heart, in the love life of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this was God's design from the beginning, creating something other than God to be in relationship with God, to share God's life. God was so full of love that he needed to share it with somebody other than himself. And so he created. And after saying it was good, he told people, be fruitful and multiply. Share this. And steward creation, take care of it. Share my heart for all that I have created. And even after sin and evil enter the world, God continues to invite people in to be blessing to others, to participate in what he was doing. And so he calls Abraham and tells him that he wants to bless Abraham and his descendants and through him and his descendants to bless all people. He's calling Abraham and his descendants to participate in God's mission to bless. And this is a covenant that God wants us to pay attention to because it's repeated again and again in Genesis. He repeats it to Abraham, and then he repeats it to Abraham's son Isaac, and then he repeats it again to Isaac's son Jacob. And you may be familiar with this story with Jacob because it comes after a peculiar dream. And it's one that I want to read this morning from Genesis 28, 10 through 17. As Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran, he came to a certain place and stayed there for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place. Be grateful for your soft pillow. And he dreamed that there was a stairway set up on the earth, the top of it reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and to your offspring. And your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. And you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you and in your offspring. Know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And so we see this plan of God in action throughout the scriptures. God invites people to be part of what God is doing in the world. And if you know anything about the history of Jacob, he wasn't exactly the most upright and honest of people. But God wants people, even broken, messed up, hurting people, 
to join his restaurant staff, to be part of what God is cooking up for the well-being of the whole world. And it's on display even when Jesus enters the scene too. Jesus didn't just drop out of the sky. No, God invited Mary to bear his son. He invited Mary and Joseph to parent the Son of God. No pressure. And as Jesus began his ministry, one of the first things he does is find some folks to join him. I want to read the calling of some of his disciples in John chapter 1. John was again, John the Baptist was again standing with two of his disciples. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look, there is the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. And Jesus looked around and saw them following. What do you want? He asked them. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and see, he said. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon when they went with him to the place where he was staying, and they remained with him the rest of the day. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of these men who heard what John said and then followed Jesus. Andrew went to his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah which means Christ. Then Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. Looking intently at Simon, Jesus said, Your name is Simon, son of John, but you will be called Cephas, which means Peter. And the next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Come, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, Andrew and Peter's hometown. Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth! exclaimed Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Come and see for yourself, Philip replied. And as they approached, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity, how do you know about me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. Then Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, the King of Israel. And Jesus asked him, Do you believe this just because I told you I had seen you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. So Jesus the outset of his ministry, invites people to join him. He invites us to join him. And as these disciples join him, Jesus says something really awesome. I want to thank Tim Culp for pointing me to this scripture. Then Jesus said, in John 1.51, Then Jesus said, I tell you the truth, you will all see heaven opened, and the angels of God going up and down on the Son of Man. He immediately draws all their attention back to the story of Jacob. And in case you missed it, the New Living Translation adds this line. I tell you the truth, you will all see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down on the Son of Man, the one who is 
the stairway between heaven and earth. In Jesus, Jacob's dream is fulfilled. He is the stairway between heaven and earth. In him, heaven and earth meet. The divine and the human are in communion. Jesus, the King, inaugurated the kingdom of heaven, come to earth. In him, all heaven breaks loose on earth. And it's as if Jesus is trying to communicate to Jacob and all those who came after him. It's not about the place. It's not about this piece of land. As Doug said two weeks ago, everywhere we go, we are standing on holy ground because of Jesus, who is the stairway to heaven and earth. And his promise to be present in us and with us. So everywhere we go, we are a stairway. A stairway by which God desires to shower down blessing, the blessing of heaven. A stairway by which we carry up the needs of this broken world. Place them at the feet of Jesus. Say, bless them. Restore them, heal them, and Jesus sends us back down that stairway to bring blessing. In Jesus, we see the Father's desire to bless. We see him throughout the Gospels meeting people in the mess of their lives, in the brokenness, and bringing healing, forgiveness restoration yes in jesus all heaven is breaking loose on earth and he calls us to join in that god wants all heaven to break loose on earth through us as we continue to seek jesus and to pattern our lives after him and allow the holy spirit to take up residence in our lives. So Advent is this season where we enjoy and celebrate the appetizer, the best appetizer ever. We celebrate that Christ has come and his kingdom has been inaugurated. His kingdom started. The beautiful promise is that it didn't go anywhere when he ascended into heaven because He blessed us with the Holy Spirit. And so the kingdom remains. Yes, there's still brokenness. And so we look forward in the Advent season with holy longing for the feast. We hunger with great anticipation Christ's second coming when all is made new. But Advent reminds us that we've been invited into the kitchen to join in with what God is cooking and preparing. Reminds us that by the power of the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of heaven is advancing in the present. We heard Doug tell stories of his encounters with people, meeting them in the brokenness of their lives, and sharing with them the love of Jesus, the hope of Jesus. We heard Clyde share this morning about how he has he and uh, Kim have been able to be a stairway between heaven and earth to their neighbor 
and invited all of us into that to renew, would you be the stairway too? Can we carry up the burdens of this family? And can we bring heaven's blessings down to them? Yes, renew, you were a stairway to this family in Lansdale. We want more. We want more. As Tim said a couple months ago when I met with him and we were chatting about heaven, he said, I want to see Jesus coming to my neighbor through me. That's what we're after this Advent season. Yes, we long for Jesus' full return, but Jesus also wants to come to the world in and through us. Two weeks ago, we also had one of our global partners here, and he shared story and story after story of how God is coming to earth through he and his team of missionaries, bringing healing to lepers, raising the dead, freeing people from literal slavery. Yes, the kingdom is here, and the kingdom is present in and through us. And so this Advent season, we have a lot going on, as you could tell from all the opportunities. We are excited to have gatherings all four Sundays of Advent to gather together as one corporate body to celebrate Jesus as the source of hope, peace, joy, and love. And as we gather, we also acknowledge that the world is not as it should be. There is space for grief. There is space to carry the burdens and the brokenness, the broken plates, the bent spoons, the dirty napkins. There is space for us to carry those things. But we do so acknowledging that Christ has inaugurated his kingdom. And that he wants to bring blessing and that he will restore, and he is restoring. So we gather to remind ourselves that we are invited into the kitchen, that we are stairways of heaven and earth. And Christ comes in the present through us as we practice and proclaim those beautiful themes of Advent, of hope, peace, joy, and love, This is what we have to offer our broken world. It came out in the the weekly email. Uh, We also have some hard copies for you, but we put together an Advent guide for this season. And there are some scriptures in here for you to read and reflect on throughout the week. Um, Thanks to Aaron for this beautiful artwork, the stairway to remind us of who we are called to be and who it is that is the source of all this. But in this Advent guide, there's also some suggestions for ways that we can be preparing and practicing, ways that we can practice hope, to enter into people's lives to bring hope, to enter into people's lives and to practice peace and proclaim peace, to practice joy and to proclaim joy and to celebrate, to practice love and to share love. And so as we enter into Advent, I want to challenge you to think about the people in your life who you need to be with this Advent season. Because it's the season of with. 
It's the season of Emmanuel, God with us. And as we are with others, the presence of Christ is with us and with them. So who do you need to be a stairway for? Who do you need to walk with up that stairway, carrying their grief, pain, addiction, hopelessness, despair, anxiety, stress, cynicism, hatred, hurt? Who do you need to carry those things with to meet Jesus? And who do you need to be with to bring down the blessings of hope, peace, joy, and love? The hope, peace, joy, and love of Christ. Or maybe you need these things for yourself. Reach out to others. That's why we're kicking off Advent with a potluck, to spend time together, to share those burdens with one another, but to also remind each other of the hope, peace, joy, and love of Jesus. So renew, let's be people who are with, empowered by the gospel of Jesus, God with us. And as we join him in the renewal of all things, in the advent of his kingdom, coming to earth in the present through us, may we be renewed in our relationship with him to deeper communion in the grace of God, the love of Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Let's celebrate that he came. Proclaim it with joy. And let's long for his coming again, even in the midst of pain and brokenness. Let's enter into the kitchen and practice his coming in and through us. Will you pray with me? God, you are good. We thank you for entering in to our broken and hurting world to bring your healing, your restoration, your goodness, and your love. Lord, we know that we are surrounded and experience ourselves the wounds of the world. But that is not the end of the story. And so we are hungry for your kingdom, Lord. We are hungry for you to return. We are hungry to celebrate that feast with you when all is made right. We also long to see your spirit poured out upon us so that we can be stairways by which you bless this broken earth. Lord, we long to see Jesus coming in and through us. So would you inhabit our lives this Advent? Would you move into the neighborhood through us? God, we love you. And we long to see heaven break loose on earth in all hope and peace and joy and love. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast of the Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew, or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.